What's up, bankers? Hello, bankers. How's everybody doing? Are you dead inside? I'm, I'm dead inside. You're, yeah, there's there's no race this week. So what are you guys supposed to do? Just scroll TikTok and see everyone that hates us on TikTok comments. <laughs> it's, it's fuel. It's fucking fuel. It's fuel. As Lance Stroll us. says, it's fuel that it drives us. <laughs> so. um, I'm a little bit, say with me, drunk. <laughs> Um, I had a margar- I had a fucking frozen margarita with a Corona beer plunged inside of it, much like Max Verstappen's car was plunged on top of Lewis's head at Monza. And I drank that shit up, and then I left the zoo. Then I left dinner early to come here to get ready to do this podcast, and Matt was not ready when I arrived. Yeah, well, we both live party boy lifestyles, and we can't always be That's on time right. because yeah, we're we the fuck we're the we're the fuck boys of TikTok. Yeah, we we're the are, fuck boys of F one. We're the fuck boys of F one TikTok. We're the Kimmy Raikkonen. We're the Kimmy Raikkonen yeah. of this podcasting fucking world. And, and I'm going on a 16 day bender in between podcasts because <laughs> because you know what? Here's the here's the thing. Every other it's like every other F one podcast is so ungodly boring it's so fucking every other podcast is literally a bunch of people saying nothing they're like everyone's so afraid to take a single fucking stance when it comes to formula one everyone's like well like lewis did this but like he also did this and everyone's like constantly just like saying hedging they're hedging they're hedging all of their bets and it's like be Stephen a smith we're we want to, we're the Skip Bayless and the Stephen A. Smiths of the F1 world, and it's, it's, it's a, it doesn't matter what we say; it matters how we say it, and that's why you listen. And if you listen to this podcast for every any other reason, it's like that's why you listen, and that's why we do it, and that's yeah. why we're here for you. And honestly, today is going to show you that we can like we can wear both hats; we can actually take both sides. Because we're going to give you the pros and cons of each driver. So if any of you are new to this sport. And are trying to figure out, okay, who should I root for? Why? Why should I like someone? Why should I not like someone? We're going to give you the case for every driver on the grid, why you should love them, why you should hate them. And we're going to just go through it guy by guy, and we're going to try to be fair. We're going to try to be non-biased. But at the end of the day, our feelings don't care about your facts. And we're just gonna, <laughs> we're right. just gonna, we're gonna say what we feel, but we're gonna try to be oh, fair. Our feelings don't fucking care about your facts. <laughs> if you're like, if you're, if you're like, well, my time in Imola, it's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> hey, if you're someone that feels, okay, listen, I want to say one thing right now. If you're someone that is listening to this podcast and doesn't like it, don't listen. Turn it off and find a fucking new hobby, okay? The problem is, the problem is, is we just show up on their For You page that they didn't ask for, and it just enrages <laughs> them. That's the problem I with TikTok. Know. And the beauty of it. So, uh, anyway. But, but, yeah, but, but it's like, but, the, but then if you, if then you make your way to here, which is, this is, this is what it's actually all about. This is the fucking direct line. <laughs> this is the fucking, you know, it's like, it's like, it, and on any other platform, it's kind of like, it's when a drug is like cut with other shit. You're getting fucking like, you're getting, what's the thing that's killing everyone that's in, that's la- everything's laced with now? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. It's like you're getting fentanyl lace shit. It's like this is if you're if you're listening to this podcast right now on pod, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you're getting fucking straight from the source. This is the poppy seeds from Vietnam, and you're getting the fucking real shit. <laughs> so, okay, so let's fucking. I'm. I am. I am tip C. Let's okay, get into I it. I can tell. Okay, so so we're gonna go from the back of the grid to the front of the grid. So we're gonna start. So, so who so who's in the back of the grid, Matt? <laughs> uh, last and and actually definitely least. We're gonna say we're, we're gonna go pros and cons. Now this one's gonna be a challenge because he's be challenge. he's the worst he's the worst at driving and definitely the worst human being. Uh, right. Nikita Mazepin. Mazepin. Uh, I've heard I've heard alternate pronunciations, but we don't respect him enough to get it right. Um, so we're gonna start with the night. So usually we're gonna when we go through this, we're gonna start with the nice things to say. And I know a lot of you are thinking it's like you can't have one nice thing to say about Mazepin. Well, you're wrong. That's why you come to this podcast. I will say nice things about him. Okay, this is why you should like <laughs> Nikita Mazepin and support him. Okay. Okay, let, let's hear it. Okay, Ryan, you like reality TV, right? I do. And I think a lot of the people that 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 watch uh, that watch Drive to Survive and then were attracted to the sport because of that like reality TV too. 
Now, right. what is reality TV without the crazy person, without the villain, without the person in the house stirring shit up? causing problems i mean how boring would this sport be if we had 20 signs you know what i mean mm -hmm. if right. we had 20 russells if we just had 20 like solid dudes like without the crazy person in the house without somebody out there just wreaking havoc and like and like who who is just a pr nightmare right it's not as interesting now i'm not saying that he deserves a seat or that, but if you're just in it for the drama, that's why you want him there, and that's why you shouldn't want to be so quick to cancel him, because it, it's sort of like the Trump thing. I mean, the news is just boring now. It's just boring. It's way more right. boring. I'm not saying you want Trump as president, but if you're just addicted to the drama, right? Then, it was much more fun when he was when he was tweeting out Kafefe. <laughs> when, he was, when, when we had the president of the United States misspelling the word coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just um, more wild. So, so and the stakes yeah, are so much lower. He's not running a country. His dad is one of many oligarchs that is. But, you know, that's why you like Mazepin on the grid because he keeps it spicy. Um, right. He definitely. Now, it's it's like there would be it's and it's it's a perfect kind of uh, you know talk about the the light and the darkness like Mick Schumacher is like little Mister Goody Two Shoes. Yes. And and it's like it's but you know you I guess you'd think it n normally but like without the light without the dark there'd be no light and without death there'd be no life and without you know whatever the other opposites there are in the world. And I guess Nikita Mazepin does kind of exist in that thing. I will say that he's like within the world of reality television, Nikita Mazepin's kind of like the guy who like, it's like on love Island. Like he would come in for like two days and just be like a straight up dick and then get like voted off the Island. Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't, he doesn't hold actual power. It's like, it's kind of like a true great villain holds mm. like real power. I see. But like he can only, he could like if he was someone if he was really challenging and in the fucking mix, right. then he would have the potential to be like a really truly great F one villain. And we're getting we're going like, to get to one of those guys later. Those people exist and they're farther. Yeah, up they definitely group. exist. So yeah, they are. We're going to get um, up to those guys. So so yeah. yeah, maybe you kind of nailed my point a little bit because it's just money artificially keeping him there. But he is the logical conclusion to the dumpster fire that is Gunther Steiner's Haas. <laughs> Yes, and anything yes. that makes him more exasperated and put him more in a hot seat without him getting fired is awesome. Uh, right. The cons no, he's, are he's he's a great he's a great um, reason why it's like they have him for two years. It's kind of like well we can't it's it's not Gunther's fault. Like he's he's maybe keeping Gunther in his in his job because it's like well come on we got fucking Mazepin. What Black Magic is scene? keeping Gunther in his job. Cons. The cons <laughs> yeah, of cons. Mazepin are pretty well known. Uh, he assaulted somebody on in a. He sexually assaulted somebody in a video that he then posted. Um, <laughs> he outed. He tried to out George Russell on his like live Insta story. Mm -hmm. Like he he implied that George Russell was gay. Uh, right. He punched Callum Eilat in the face. He's a terrible driver. Oh, I completely forgot that his dad is a Russian oligarch, and that's the only reason he's on the team. He's won nothing on the way up. Like, he hasn't right. won any of the feeder series. So, and he's a bad, he's the worst driver on the worst team. He drives in a very dangerous, not safe way. He's very difficult to pass because he does sort of borderline illegal, dangerous moves. Um, mm -hmm. He punched Callum yeah. Bailout in the face. Did I say that already? You did say that. Okay. He also there was like there was like the the uh, there was a race in, in F two where where um, Yuki Sonoda won and he got second and he felt like he should have. There was something that happened. There was kind right. of like oh that should have been my win. And then when they were coming in for the actual kind of when they when they bring the car into the little car podium yeah. when they kind of drive in, he literally intentionally because Yuki was first. So he came in first. Then when Yuki was getting out, he was walking in front of the two or the three slot wherever he, yeah. wherever yeah. Yeah. Nazbin was, and he purposely ran into it so that the thing little little you know plastic podium would fly and it hit. Sweet baby Yuki. Okay. And yeah. don't fucking come for Yuki. You we don't like we don't we don't like Mazepin. He, he's yeah. pretty he adds to some of the spiciness in the drama, but ultimately, piece of shit. Um, well, everyone hates Mazepin, so what we want to say on this podcast is that we love him. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> we just go against the grain. Just to get the uh, TikTok strolls going. To it's give us so, more fuel. Honestly, I will say that it is boring to hate Mazepin. It's like, okay, yeah, what else do you have to offer here? Okay. Um, you know. It, yeah. Uh, but, so you know, let's not spend one more yeah, second we on don't this fucking it. guy. Um, right, let's let's move on. Let's go to let's go to nineteen Mickey Schumacher. Mick. Um, beautiful, nice Nazi. Looks like a nice Nazi. Beautiful. The the nicest Nazi. He looks like the nice the guy that would give you extra give us because we'd be there extra right, food right, right. and water and like maybe let us sneak out. He looks like a sweet kid. I've seen him interviewed. He seems like a sweet kid. Um, you see pictures around the paddock. He seems very popular. He's shaking everybody's hand. There's a great, there was videos of him like shaking everybody's hands, being very nice and like it was candid. And then there was another video of Nikita Mazepin doing it. It was very staged. It was like, there was like a production <laughs> crew following him. So like, that's the difference. It's like, and there was a picture of him. Uh, I think he was watching some, I think he was watching the Euro cup and he was watching it with the entire Haas crew. Like he, right. he is a well-liked guy among the crew, among the common People, he's a son of a of a great uh, of a great race car driver, Michael Schumacher. But he doesn't; he's not arrogant. He spoke very beautifully. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like he needs. Like I, I'm, I look forward to right now. He's like young, and and how he's gotten where he's gotten. Um, if it, it what it feels like is that he's just kind of like he's done everything right so far. It's like he ch- he's checked all the boxes. He's he's done all the tests. He's like he's been a good boy. He's been a he's been a he's brought the teacher a, an apple and he's done this stuff. Um, yeah. But I want it like as he goes on his career, it's like what what I can hook onto and what what I look for is like people that have like this like fuck you edge, and I I kind of want to see the son of a fucking legend have some fucking like you know, diva moments where he, where he pushes the boundaries and kind of, uh, fucking goes for what he, he's, where he takes what he, where he he takes what's his. Well, you see, the thing is what, and and I think what this speaks to is really what we're talking about is like why you like certain drivers is like, I feel that why you attach to certain drivers is you see something in yourself in them. Right. And so I feel like you might like Mick if you just like, if you're a happy-go-lucky, nice guy, a well-adjusted, nice guy. And what Brian's basically right. saying is he's not that. And he won't, and, right. and, and Mick has, and Mick does have a wound. It's that his dad is basically incapacitated and in a coma, but he's, he's, he seems very well-adjusted about it and very sweet about it. And, and you see him, <laughs> right. and, and he's not fuck the world. He's just, sad and and feels like he's processed his emotions in a really healthy way <laughs> right and brian doesn't yeah, like he's that too, yeah he's like he's he, he, it just feels a little too clean and it's like i i just i uh i just it's like there's certain people it's like you don't i think that what i attach myself to is like I want to see Edge, but I don't want to only see Edge. Right. I I really do appreciate both. I appreciate people that can like that can walk both lines, that can fucking like mm-hmm. shake the hands and do the things uh and and you know, put on the face, but also when the time is right, fucking mm-hmm. like take what's theirs. Um and and not feel guilty or sorry like you know, you know, have some type of like well, I, you know, I, I'm sorry you had to see that side of me. It's like, no, no, no. You're a competitor. You're in a competitive league. I want to fucking see you take it. Yeah. So if you don't like really nice guys who are well-adjusted and don't really seem to have any edge to them, then he's not your guy. Um, but he's talented right. and he's won everything. He won F3. He won F2. He's... He's got a long career ahead of him. He'll probably go to Ferrari, which will suck for him because they suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. They'll probably be good by then. Um, okay, but so, it'll be interesting because it's yeah. interesting with, with Ferrari. I know we'll get, we'll, we'll get to them later, but it's like because uh, Leclerc and, and Sainz are like – because they're in their prime right now, I'm kind of like – 
it feels to me I'm like, oh, they're just gonna be there for the next fifteen years. Is 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 how when I look yeah. at them, I'm like, oh, that like that's just gonna be it. But I know that that's not true. But it just kind of feels like they've what, what they've taken. But it might be four years. Why not four years? Yeah, it might be four years. Like, yeah, what's we'll Matt, what's uh, what's Mick gonna do? I mean, and, and speaking of you know, speaking of a Ferrari driver who's in hot shit, who's in deep shit, is um, right. Our next driver, uh, Giovinazzi, number eighteen. Right. Now, I didn't know much about this guy other than I look like the Walmart version of him, according to TikTok. Right. Which I'm gonna take as a compliment because he's a very, very handsome man. He's a gorgeous man. He's he looks like an Armani man. model. He looks like he should be walking in New York Fashion Week. And, and you know what? If he doesn't, and if he doesn't get that Alfa Romeo seat next year, then he's got a fucking agency ready to swoop him up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I do accept the fact that I look like the Walmart version of him. In my head, I'm saying, well, Walmart's one of the most valuable companies in the world. So that's probably what they meant. That I'm actually a rich totally. man, Giovinazzi. So that's what I'm. But yeah. Um. But basically, I didn't know much about him, and I looked right. into it, and I got some pros for you, for those okay, people that don't it. know anything about him. He comes from a humble background in the boot of mm. Italy. So he's not, like, a lot of people say it's a rich man's game. There are actually a lot of guys who didn't have money in this sport that you, they just don't go crying about it, like certain people we're going to get to. But... <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Giovinazzi, Giovinazzi came from a humble background in Italy. And the way he got his start was pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, people talk a lot about Ocon and Hamilton, but his is so much more insane in a weird way. Uh, so he had no money, and he couldn't afford formula racing because that's when it gets uh, really expensive. And he made friends with this 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 rich guy and his son who saw promise in him. And the rich guy saw his talent and was like, okay, I'll pay for you to make the jump to formula racing but you got to leave your family in Italy and come with and come live with me in Indonesia, right? Okay. So this Italian kid, when he's 18 years old, moves to fucking Indonesia and races in China when he's 18. And the best part is the guy who sponsored him, the rich yeah. guy, where all the money came from that put Giovinazzi into Formula One, his money came from the fact that he owned all the KFC franchises in Indonesia. <laughs> let's fucking go so this beautiful italian male model <laughs> is where he is today because of greasy fried indian indonesian kentucky fried chicken and apparently wow. when he was 18 his face was in every indonesian kentucky fried chicken in the whole country and he said he was more famous in indonesia than he was in italy because everyone recognized him from the kentucky fried chicken Oh so, my god. So that's that, how he, he's yeah. my okay, do I do I I'm sorry, do I have a new fucking favorite driver? <laughs> so Antonio Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, that's why I love Formula <sighs> One. He is you know where what, he is because of Matt was, in, Indonesia. Matt was late to the Matt Matt was late to the podcast and I was mad at him, but now that he's <laughs> fucking done the research and found out this I am. Uh, I oh, I've only have fucking love and joy in my heart for you right now. So so when I see him in Alfa Romeo red, it's not Alfa Romeo. You can just picture him in KFC red now, oh, and it's so much better. And you damn. can just well, he yeah. needs to be our new favorite because yeah. this is an American podcast. Yes, and, yes, and nothing nothing says fucking America like fat people eating fucking kentucky fried chicken and watching nascar but and watching nascar son. yeah but so yeah google giovinazzi kfc it's it's so the one oh con for God. him is he hasn't been able to produce consistently and his fucking ponytail is disgusting let it all hang <laughs> let it yeah, all let hang fuck, it, like, please let it all hang it's like if you have the hair then let us see the hair but like you choose, you've chosen to have that hair. So fucking like, I want to see him fucking racing, and I want to fucking see his hair underneath it, like a fucking like, you know, it's like NFL players, yeah. like like Richard Sherman with the dreads. It's like when the NFL, or you know, like some of the linebackers, Clay Matthews, fucking, like, the locks, yeah, yeah, Clay Matthews. It's yeah. like we want to see it hanging. Yeah. I mean, it was probably it would probably be like not necessarily like great for a two hour race. So it'd probably like fuck you up a little bit but like don't have the hair if you're not gonna let us fucking like look at it and jerk off to it <laughs> but okay so so next is um okay. brian's other favorite driver so i also want to start doing um, musical comparisons like who they are like as a, like a musical artist 
Okay. But we haven't gotten famous enough yet, but now we're getting into famous territory. So next up, right. 17 on the grid is Kimi Raikkonen. Okay. So L- fucking hand me the hand me the baton. But let me just say his musical his musical artist comp is Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Okay. But okay. we'll okay, but go on go go into that. Well, that's when we get to his cons. But but oh. uh, <laughs> He actually, his cons are really just pros. But anyway, right? Because they make him different and interesting. But okay, so his pros is he also came from a humble background. So if you like a guy who's gritty and hungry, okay, he came from a humble background. He doesn't talk about it because he doesn't talk about fucking anything. <laughs> his family, Kimmy's family, had to decide between an indoor bathroom and his carding, him and his brother's carding career, and they chose a carding career, and they fucking took shits in outhouses. Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that was how Kimmy could pay for carding. And so his parents had to shit outside. Um, he was a fucking Kimmy, mechanic. Yeah. Okay. He was a mm-hmm. fucking mechanic when he was a teenager for this guy, yeah, Sammy for- Visa. Okay. Right. And then they realized that he was faster than the guy he was a mechanic <laughs> for. So they switched yes. places. And Sammy Visa is now his manager. So he's right. literally Ricky Bobby. Okay, Ricky Bobby was like a mechanic, and then they were like, oh, he's right. fast. And he, so he's literally the Formula One equivalent of Ricky Bobby. So if you like that sort of shit, then Kimmy is your fucking man. He, he, got, he got to Formula One after like 20 races. He's a prodigy, okay? Yeah, he, he, had, he had literally like, he had, yeah, truly like 20 races. He was in Formula One having raced in a fucking like formula car 20 times. It's like that's when crazy. Ricky Bobby was fix, right. fixing a car and then he drives one time and that's literally what happened to Kimi Raikkonen. He also one time this is so funny. Yeah. He one time I read this he was on the Ferrari bus and the toilet didn't work yeah. and all these you know metrosexual people at Ferrari is like, "Ooh, a toilet's broken." And he fixed right. the Ferrari bus toilet. Kimi Raikkonen. Okay? <laughs> And cons- With professional mechanics on board. Yeah, he went and got the tools, and he fixed. He went underneath the bus, and he fixed the toilet. Um, He's a fucking. Le- but, well, you know what's interesting? It's like it's like, and all the like humble background stuff, and that you know he was the mechanic for all of that informs just the absolute legend of a person <laughs> that he is. It's like that's only as good as Kimmy's ability to just be. A- so singular yeah. and such a fucking like psycho who just doesn't give you shit. And in this fucking world, well, he's not, he's not one, singular. He works hard and he plays hard. He works. Well, that's true. That's true. He's, he, he, he does live in that duality, but like in this, in this like world of formula one, where it's like all the press, all the media, all the like, you know, people wanting to just like judge everything up Kimmy just like looks at them stone face and says like no 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 I'm not giving you fucking shit I'm gonna fucking like you're gonna ask me a question I'm gonna give you a one word answer I'm gonna let you I'm gonna watch you squirm I'm gonna watch you fucking squirm fucking Martin Brundle or whatever his name is like you know fucking everyone like and and above all is the fact that there will never be another Kimmy in the, in the future days of Formula one, because he, we were talking about how we're the party boys of the F one media world. Kimmy Raikkonen is the ultimate party boy of F one. And there are, there are a couple iconic kind of like stories within it. Um, one of which is that he once between grand prix went on a, uh, 16 day drinking bender where he was just drunk for 16 (laughs) days straight Fully, like a legend. And one and he time he missed he was, a test and he twisted his ankle as a, a drunk injury, not in a race. <laughs> yeah, there was. I heard some. He was on some. He was on like Top Gear or something like that. And he was talking about some story where like he ran into like I think it was like a producer of the show or something. And he was like, "Oh, I'd seen you before." And it was like, "How'd you see me?" He was like, "You fell into my arms at a bar one time." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I recognize your producer. Like, how do you recognize him? He was like, well, one time I was shit face at a fucking bar and I passed out in your producer's arms because he's a fucking legend. And yeah. it's like, it's so amazing that he like, he doesn't give you fucking shit, but then you like see pictures of him when he's, when he's partying and he's just like got the fucking glasses. The he's got Oakley's. He wears these Oakley's that are bigger than his fucking head. He looks like full on like 
Trump American, like, fucking, like, drives a pickup truck and doesn't give a single fuck. Like, is, like, talking about fucking, like, he's, like, I hate Antifa. Like, <laughs> he's got just, like, but he's this, like, weird. He, I don't know about this vaccine. But, but Yeah, but 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 he's but he's this, like, fucking random. He's from he's, Finland. Yeah, he's this Finnish guy. But yeah. But he just, like. He's he contains so many multitudes. <laughs> he really does. Like you look into him and you see all the galaxies of the world. Yeah. Also, this is this is the most iconic, legendary Kimmy moment ever, which was that in 2006 at Monaco, his car broke down. It was on fire during the race, and they came in. And it was like that was it. There was a DNF. They were bringing. They brought. They brought the car back to the garage. But instead of going back to the garage and watching the rest of the race from within the paddock, he went to his yacht and he was like sitting in a fucking hot tub on his yacht, fucking drinking and shirtless while the race was still going on. That's a legend. There will never be another like Kimmy fucking Raikkonen. All these fucking Twitch streamers will never be able to be the fucking legend that Kimmy Raikkonen is. Yes. So that's why he's he should have been number one on our hot list. He's the fucking man. I fucking love him more than any other driver. He's truly my number one fave. And I and I it's just a bummer that we became Formula One fans as late as we did because I wanted to see him fucking kick ass and take names, but instead yeah. I just have to watch old he did, clips on he, YouTube. He got COVID and he didn't even watch the races. So that he, he didn't missed. watch the races. He didn't give a fuck. He just is there to drive. He's like, yeah. why, why would I watch the races? It's going to make me I want to go fast because I'm Ricky they were like, Bobby. They were like, they were like, they're like, just, just, just drinking like hurt your performance. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> I think it helps it. Legend. Legend. So the cons is, is we're, we're if you see them as cons, it's kind of trashy. Which, but we find it fascinating. So it's not. No, but if you're not no into cons. the, if you look there's at no also cons. what's funny is if you look <laughs> at all the driver logos, all the driver logos are like very corporate, designed by a marketing team like Hamiltons or Norris's. They're very sleek. His is just Iceman, and it's been described on Reddit as just it looks like a tramp stamp. It's full. <laughs> he is like a human tramp stamp. It's but he's from. Finland, it's incredible. Yeah, it's so random. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> so we love Kim. He's a fucking legend. Uh, next, I mean, the other con is that he doesn't seem like he gives a shit. Like it might have affected his driving. Like it's kind of like a hobby at this point. It seems. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit of that. He has it a casual a approach, I think, at this point. Yeah, um, he does. He does. So next up is Latifi. I wrote extensive notes where everybody don't have anything for him. Uh, he's, he's boring. Uh, He's boring. If your favorite, if your favorite driver is Latifi, then you need to take a long look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself why. Well, the problem is, is if you're Canadian, you have to choose between him and Stroll, so it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be that from the rough. U.S. and have nobody at that point. But, <laughs> but, but you know, he seems like a nice guy, a decent guy. His parents, both his parents, are like bajillionaires and bought him a spot on um, Williams, so he's the ultimate pay driver, right? Um. His the one personality quirk that he has is that he loves Nutella and it comes up yeah. a lot. I mean, he's just right. boring. I mean, his pros his pros is that he seems like a nice guy, right? And he's not. He's a not dick like an about... asshole. I, I honestly, if he was an asshole, I'd probably like him more. If he had a little bit of like yeah. a fucking like, if he was a if he was a bit more of a dick, I'd, there'd be something for me to latch on to. But instead, it's kind of like, you know, he's he's you know dotting his eyes and crossing his t's and kind of. You know, he knows where he stands. He doesn't have a bit of like it's like I, I like Stroll more than him because Stroll at least is like fucking he's like something. Has, he's something. He's something. He's yeah. something. Yeah. As um, a TV, it's it's almost like classic Canadian in that he's just kind of like like Well, Stroll's a Canadian yeah, too, but but he oh, I know, I know, no, but, so, but Stroll's not. A, I'm, I know, but Stroll's not a classic Canadian. Stroll's more like you know. Well, Stroll has other ethnic qualities that we're going to get into. Um, <laughs> uh, next up is um, George Russell. George so Russell. Pro. So the pro of George Russell is uh, you like George Russell if you like sweet fucking nerds who come prepared, <laughs> right? Yeah, he comes prepared. He's on it. He seems like a nice guy, a decent guy. Yeah. He's as emotional as any English person you'll ever meet. Uh-huh. Uh, 
you know, it doesn't seem put on. He seems like a decent guy. Um, he does. He does. He he has like, he has the energy of like the guy in your. Ch- he's like he was on all the. T- he's on. He's in every club in your high school. <laughs> he's in like he's in every club. He gets straight A's. He like asks like you know like he takes someone to prom. He sits at the front it's, of like, the class. He sits in the front of the class, but like he he takes someone to prom where it's like kind of like this this person wouldn't normally be going to prom, but like he's gonna go with he's gonna go with this person <laughs> for whatever reason. Let's not let's not specify the reason. He's just like I can tell it's like it's interesting. It's like when we think back on like in our childhood and like in our high school, it's like I know who would be a George Russell fan. And it would be like the people that like went, let's we're not gonna name names, but it was okay. just like it would be like the people that like he's valedictorian and the head of band and everything and and you know what i was i didn't like those fucking people when when i was growing up okay because you know why i was i didn't get good grades and i had and i and i thought that i was stupid and um and now and now and now i know that i'm not stupid because i because i commentate on this podcast um and I will say that for a long time, I was kind of like, you know what? Fuck that guy, George Russell. Like, he's just like, he's a teacher's pet. He brings the apple. He gets straight A's. He's going to fucking like, he's going to an Ivy League school. He's just kind of like done everything right. But I will say this year, kind of similar to uh, Mick Schumacher, what I can hope to see from him is that he's shown some fucking grit. And he's shown that he fucking wants it, and he's willing to take it. And yeah. and his ability, like when he was, you know, we talked about in the last podcast, prep the slicks. Yes. When he was, when he's shouting at his engineers, this is what you're fucking doing. When he shows his ability to be a commander and to and 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 to and to lead the ship and lead the team, it's made me really fucking like him. And I used to be a con on George Russell, and now I'm a pro. Yeah. I'm going to read something from from uh, Aunt Jenny, which I thought was apt. Uh, okay. Her cons, Aunt Jenny's cons. Okay, he comes off as super nice and polite, but anyone else just waiting for that Allison Williams and Get Out turn? Just me. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think there's something under the surface. Obviously, he's not like a psycho racist killer. <laughs> that Thanks for that clarification, <laughs> Jenny. But he's so perfect looking, there has to be something sinister, right? Also, I'm so confused by his face. It's like the opposite of gestalt. Okay, Jenny went to Penn and wants everyone to know because she uses words like gestalt. Like, individually, like individually, gorgeous eyes, strong jawline, great cheekbones. But then you put it all together and you're like, what is slightly, it's like a slightly off-brand waxwork. Thank you. That's shout, out to, shout out to Jenny, our intern. Um, who fucking crushes it with, with notes for our episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. So George Russell, um, great driver. If you, if you, if you, if you're like a overachiever, you're, Uh you like George Russell. Yes. You like people who do, who do the work, not emotionally, but like the literal work. Okay. He's like a change. He's a change from the inside, not change from the outside. You know what I mean? He's like, he's going to change the system from within it. He's not going to be, he's not a rabble rouser. Okay, so, um, so um so next up is uh is a is a Tsunoda, Yuki Tsunoda. Okay. Uh don't have much on him. Uh pro is he seems like he has a personality, which I can't say about every driver. Uh he very <laughs> he's he's very candid. I right. love I love that he said that he was shocked when Red Bull renewed his contract. I love that. That level mm-hmm. of humility. Um, and, and yeah, uh, I, uh, they asked him what his favorite thing about formula one was. And he said the catering. So, I mean, he's kind of a legend. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that answer. Yeah, that's a fucking legends answer. right? He's there. not a PR <laughs> machine, which I love about. Right. Him. No, he, he's the opposite of that. He is just, he is who you he know, is. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's a little bit like he's, he's a little like unformed to me. It's like, it's like, does he have a personality or is his personality as, as far as we can tell, just kind of like <laughs> brattily shouting on his radio, just kind of like his, 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 his personality seems to be somewhat brat, but then he does have these moments of humility where he was, you know, he said that he was shocked that he was being brought back. He's got, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting with some of these guys. Cause it's kind of like, I don't know how long 
It's like he maybe it's like how many more years of Yuki do we have left? If if he drives like he did this year, next year, then like I think like that's you know, you know, it's he's got to he's got to show us something. He's got yeah. he doesn't he doesn't give us much to root for. He's just sitting yeah, there the in the con, shadow. Yeah, Gasly's big ass shadow. Yeah, the cons of Yuki is like uh, you know don't get too attached because <laughs> he might not be there. Um, right. Next up is Stroll, and I wrote uh, his, his pro. <laughs> his, so his pros are that he's a Jew. Which we like, yeah. But his cons are that he's a Jew. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we like that there's a Jew on the grid. I guess we just don't like that maybe it's this Jew, right? Um, right. Because of it's course like, the it's, one it's, Jew on the grid is the is the big powerful dad who controls things and bought and bought a team and you know right right that just is not a great look for us. The, the one pro I will say about him is that of all the pay drivers, he's probably the best one. He won the Italian F4 championship, which was kind of bullshit. But then he went on to win the Toyota Racing Series in 2015, which was won the following year by Lando Norris. So it's kind of legit. He won the F3 Euro championship where he actually beat Russell. And as a reference point, so he beat Russell and Nikita Mazepin came in 20th. So just kind of giving you a... <laughs> A yes. picture of, of, of where everybody was. So so he's not a terrible driver. No, he's um, a good driver. He's one of the he is the best pay driver. So if you if you're into right. pay drivers, he should be the one that you're into. <laughs> um, if you're into succession, like, yes. like if you like succession and like real daddy drama, mm-hmm. this is the place to go because he's got some real daddy drama. With he's joined the family business. His dad right. owns Aston Martin, and he works for his dad, and he's driving for daddy's approval. You know who he is in Succession? He's he's Kendall before he like had a huge drinking problem right. and like went off the edge. He's Kendall. He's Kendall with the headphones, being like, "Yeah, <laughs> life is good. I fucking right. rock." He's not wounded yet, but he. But right, we're gonna right. see it. You 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 know that it's a toxic work environment. This is how you know that it's a it's a they put on a, a nice face, but this is how you know that it's toxic. Is that VJ Malia, the crazy Indian Trumpy guy, <laughs> it was better when he was running it. Like it's a worse team now under Lawrence Stroll and much more money than it is under the guy who got indicted. Basically, <laughs> right. Who who was embezzling funds to fund Force India? So that's how you know that there's something crazy going on. There's and like foot at Aston Martin. Offner's... Also, they were all all of the they were all at this fucking James Bond premiere. Oh Jesus! Fucking Daddy Stroll and Lance Stroll were at the fucking James Bond premiere, and there was some. I mean, I get it because it's like James Bond, Aston Martin, but there's just like something about Stroll standing there with his little fucking shit eating grin at the fucking James Bond premiere. That's just like, have you, you no uh, decency? All, have you no decency, <laughs> sir? It's like you just want to fucking like you just want to egg him. You just want to fucking egg him. You want to throw eggs at him fucking ruin his little outfit he's just like isn't my life awesome it's like fuck you dude shut up fuck off it's like it's not enough that you drive a formula you gotta show up to the 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 james bond premiere yeah it was rubbing it in it was rubbing it in. but i will say i will say for for the pros because i don't real i don't fully hate lance i don't fully hate lance stroll and he gives you a lot of reasons to but I mean, maybe I've said this before, you know, everyone can be annoyed, but like at this point I'm saying it again, but like, I just, I do like that he, he's got a little fucking edge and he's not afraid to, he's, he's got some skills to back it up and he's not afraid to fucking like go for a corner and ask for what's his. Yeah. And crash into his teammate, uh, (laughs) Sebastian Vettel. Um, the pros about Sebastian Vettel, if you are into daddies, like nice daddies, good guys, cares about the world, he's basically Captain Planet. He's as much of a Captain yeah. Planet as you could be if your job was like burning fuel into the air. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's also like he is like I think he's the third winningest driver or the third or fourth winningest driver in all of F one history. Mm-hmm. 
Like he's a fucking ledge. He's a fucking legend. He won four. And you know, we 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 did we missed the glory days of Vettel, but you know he fucking he won four championships. He went to Ferrari. Big mistake because he didn't win a championship there. <laughs> big mistake. Um, but Huge. he he has. It's interesting because he he can walk he can walk both he can walk the line of of you know caring about other people paying attention to the rules and also being a killer and I and I really do I learned to really appreciate him in that like you know you see there's a there's a clip of him I forget what race it was but when he was um he was racing against Mark Webber and Mark Webber was in first and he was in second. And they gave Vettel the like, I think they call it something like something twenty one. It was like it was some code for like, stay in these positions, stay in this position. Don't race because him. like, don't race him. Like let mm-hmm. he's gonna be in first and you're gonna be in second. And that's what's gonna be. And Vettel just said, "Fuck that shit. I'm fucking. I'm I'm the better driver and this is my team and I'm gonna fucking win this race." And he just like fully raced his teammate and disobeyed orders. And then there's a great um, clip of them in the you know in the, in like the room before the podium where where, the, where mark weber's just like what the fuck man just like giving him shit and and was just kind of like standing there just being like oh we're sorry 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 about that sorry about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> well he can't help than i'm a f- when he was young he was more now he's an old he was... man now he's a, but i but i appreciate like a you know someone who was a dick when he was when he was young and now he's older and wiser and 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 he's there to kind of like you know, son, the rest of the drivers and he's, and, and, you know, he's, he's, he's sunning Mick Schumacher and he's taken that, that, that leadership father role that would, you know, would have been there with Michael Schumacher, but because he can't, you know, mixed, uh, you know, Sebastian's doing it and he's helping him out and he's giving him tips. He's playing soccer with him when there's a fucking rain delay. He's like, he's, He's a good he's a good ambassador. He's a good ambassador for the sport. And he's quirky and he's weird and he's he is different. Weird. He he's just a little bit different. He likes bees and building a bee house. <laughs> he's 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 very unsexy dad vibes. And I right. think And I also know that he's uh very intelligent. Like mm-hmm. I, I was there was a Beyond the Grid where they were talking about the one of the strat they, they talked to a strategist and the strategist was saying like he could he can down like you can download 17 different contingencies into his head and he'll just know them like he's like lebron level in terms of his ability to process information right and, well he, he he knew every single you oh, know, right. driver championship on that on that grill the grid thing he knew he has every a lot of respect one. for the sport he and does. he's very humble and doesn't like talking about which we himself. which we don't. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we like to start off every podcast with a help, helpful dose of us and yeah. where we're at. Um, so yeah, we we love Vettel. There's not really any cons. I think his band. So like, if if Lewis is the Beatles, right? Uh-huh. Vettel's like Bob Dylan. He's a little bit of a more hipster choice. If you're into the uh-huh. like, like if if you just want the most popular thing you go Lewis. But if you want, if you're like, if you want to be a little bit hipster about it, a little bit quirky about it, you're going to be like, right. well, actually my favorite driver is Vettel. Yeah. You go, yeah oh, yeah. that guy's, that guy's it. Like that guy's a quirky, that guy's an intellectual. Right. You want to, you want to zag a little bit with your, with your driver's favorite driver's champion. You go Vettel. I guess what I would say, I do, I will say for a con for Vettel, which is not necessarily dissimilar to a Kimmy of the con, but it's like, uh, how much of he, how much heart does he really have left in it, or is he kind of done? Is he like a little bit now that he's he's on Aston Martin, he's not on Ferrari anymore? It's kind of like, is he going to be on a team that can potentially really win again? Does he really want to be there, um, or is he kind of like doing it because it's like, yeah, I can still play, but is is he really? Is he really? Is he taking the seat of someone who would be? Yeah, fucking, I don't like, think the psycho hungry. killer is. I think the part of the problem is, is like when you stop stop being a dick, you lose a little bit of your edge. Like he has three kids and a wife that right. he loves. It's like, is that conducive yeah. to being a great race car driver? And some people that care about their families, I don't know. <laughs> um, 
but his his performance has definitely dropped off. Unlike some other people who's gotten older that we're going to get into who have families <laughs> and they're still fucking killers. But um, well, we're almost there. We're almost there. So let's let's go to our next let's go to our next driver. And this is going to be this is an interesting one. Okay, we're Ocon. talking about Esteban Esteban Ocon. Ocon. Um, so I want to say that the pros of Ocon are is that he's come from a humble background. In case you didn't know, in case you haven't heard. Yeah. His parents, <laughs> his parents uh, sold their house and they lived in a caravan, which is what they call trailers in Europe. Apparently, um, <laughs> he lived in a caravan and he had to race, you know, all over in a trailer with his family who believed in him so much. Um, it's so funny. Human beings are so complicated. Um, he and I think this is goes into his cons, but basically. Mm-hmm. In an interview on Beyond the Grid, that he was like, I think when he made it, because he had so much pressure on him from a young age, because basically uh-huh. his family was like, you have to make it because we've mortgaged our whole lives to right. for your racing career, so you have to make a living at this, otherwise we're fucked. And he said, he said like they asked him like, do you feel pressure now? And he goes, I don't really feel pressure anymore because I made it as a professional driver. I bought my parents a house. Like he was able to check off all these things. Right. And now everything else is just, especially now that he has a multi-year contract at Alpine, like everything after that is like gravy. Mm. And it's so funny to think about how much pressure he was under. And now he he talks about not having that pressure and maybe that's affecting his performance because when you look at his, his resume, his resume is crazy. Like he won like a GP series. He won F3. He won F2. He beat Max Verstappen in a feeder series like, he was a highly touted prospect. Right. And because he was so desperate to get there. And now he's there. And I just don't know if he, I mean, I'm, I obviously don't know. But even by his own admission, he says a lot of the pressure is off him. And right. what's really funny about him is he said, like, he said he felt that pressure as a kid. And, and they asked, I remember in the other Beyond the Grid with Stroll, they asked Stroll, like, you know, when you were six years old, did you know you wanted to be a Formula One driver? And Stroll was like, well, it's kind of crazy to put that. No, he's like, no, I just liked karting. I didn't put that kind of pressure on myself when I was six. He's like, that would be crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> not fast on Ocon. Like it was right, all about right, right. that. And they're best friends. And that's what the crazy thing about Esteban Ocon is he talks about coming from a humble background, having to work and not having anything handed to him. And he won, he won an F3 thing, and then his team went out of business, and he had nothing, and then he called Toto Wolf, and Toto Wolf actually got him a drive and became his manager and saved his career, and he had to scrap and do all these things, and then Lance Stroll is who he says his best friend is. It's, human beings are complicated. Um, yeah, I know, they are. And, and Brian is waiting so long to just go in on him, so I'm going to let it. <laughs> but before Brian goes in, I want to say something. Yeah. Ocon was born in Normandy, which is where Brian, which is where Brian's grandpa Richie flew in on a fucking glider with the 82nd Airborne, a glider, no fucking power unit for Grandpa Richie, just arrow and fucking balls, Jewish balls. Okay, this right. guy, this Jew, flew in, flew into into Nazi occupied territory to behind save, enemy lines the behind, night before, the night before, the night before. D-Day flew into to save Ocon's family. So I think give, that gives Brian the right to talk a little <laughs> shit. Just a little bit of shit. Just a little bit of shit. I got that Wow. from Emily via cat. And the other thing that Emily said was, um, Sister Emily said, Grandpa Richie liberated at least one concentration camp, which is so sad that you guys don't know the actual number. <laughs> was he like you know i liberated buchenwald and you're like oh that's nice grandpa time for your nap like how do no, you know well you know why matt because you didn't talk about it okay you know what i'm saying he, you know, he didn't really talk you know because yeah he, he had some demons <laughs> okay so um anyway wow you did some research you you went you went behind enemy lines to find out what which air which which thing my, my I, grandpa I was cat. yeah and she's like wow so, anyway I'm 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 very I'm very impressed. Wow, you, you you know I started this podcast. I was mad at my friend Matt, and <laughs> now here I am, fucking rock hard for him. Um, <laughs> so here's okay. Here's what I'll say about Esteban Ocon. 
is that he just fucking annoys me. <laughs> he just, I don't know. There's just something about him that's just like fucking annoying. And it's just like, he's, he doesn't win. He loses to all of his teammates. It's like, he doesn't win. Toto's his manager. He has like all this stuff going for him. And like, he, there's just, he has this, he wants both, he wants to have the best of both worlds, and he wants to have people feel sorry for him, and that he's come, he's overcome all this stuff, which he has, but he also, like, wants to be a little, he, and, I, and I've said it before, it's like, I want, I like when people fucking, like, are aggressive, and they fucking, like, take, but he, like, does it in this way that's kind of, like, annoying, he, he doesn't, like, <sighs> there, he doesn't actually fucking, like, slam his fist on the table and says like boom this is what i'm doing he kind of like he kind of does it in this way that's like like what like when he when he retook over max verstappen what you know those years ago when he was max lapped him and he came back and he was kind of laughing in his face and he was kind of like what, what do you expect me to do it's just like no 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 i'm fucking racing and I fucking overtook you because you were too slow. But instead, he was kind of like had this little like derp de derp. He's Ocon just feels like he just has derp de derp energy, and it fucking it annoys me. Yeah, he, he just annoys like a me. dick, and then does it like in an aw shucks way. He also has a woe is me vibe. Although it was very sad, Jenny pointed out that he when he lost his drive, he did have to leave. He took all his stuff out in a fucking laundry bag. It was the saddest thing ever. Wait, wait, what do you mean? When he lost his what? When he lost, when he lost his he drive like... to um, to stroll. Yeah. He he had to clear out all his stuff, and there's a picture of him leaving in a fucking lawn with his all his stuff in a yeah, lawn. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, and that's what's annoying about it. It's like, it's like, uh, there's something about that that's just like, where's your suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> where's your suitcase? <laughs> Are you doing this for a photo op? Like, I don't get it. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. Like, are you like Charlie Brown with a fucking stick and a fucking handkerchief? <laughs> or are you a fucking millionaire Formula One driver? I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. So, and, and I will just say is that in the, in the fucking video where we were trashing his lame birthday party, the people that were defending him were also fucking, were equally as annoying and his fans are fucking annoying. And there's something, I guess, I feel like if you're like a real fucking Ocon fan, then I feel like there's just a part of you that's just like kind of a little shit. <laughs> kind of a little shit. So if you're a little shit, you're going to love Ocon. That feels sorry <laughs> for himself. That has a chip on his shoulder, but in an annoying way. Then you're going <laughs> to love Ocon, is what Brian's saying. Um, I think, but the thing is, is he's a Mercedes driver. He does have a lot. Of, he's won at every level. He has a lot of potential. We've heard a lot of great things. It's him and Russell that are the next, supposed to be the next Mercedes guys. We just want to see it from him. And right. we're not seeing it. Okay, so that is our, you know, the, the, the bottom 10 of the, of the driver grid. And we're going to do this. This is going to be a two-part episode. So that's part one. Um, and our next episode is going to be coming out later this week. So please stick around for that. And, uh, yeah, Vankas, we'll see you soon. Later, Vankas.